Good morning, friends, and welcome to Hamburg Lore, the show where we explore the weird characters in history that's used to sell you food and other garbage. I'm your host, Cam Koenig. And I'm your host, Nathan Brandt. And today we're joined by our good, good pal, Patches. How is it going? Hi! It's popping, you know? Yeah! We're doing, we're doing, yeah, it is popping. We're doing poppin'. what we can, you know? <laughs> Staying positive, testing negative, you know what they say. Yeah, hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's fucking go. Well, um... So something we like to ask everybody on the show, Patches, uh, what is your favorite fast food item? Oh, man. It's always a harder question than I feel like I mean it, it to be. It's it's tricky. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a harder question than like, what's your favorite pet or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, favorite <laughs> best. I mean, can we cuss on this? Oh, I don't care. Fuck no, you can't. <laughs> I was going to just say, can. like, I'm a whore for the French fries. You know what I mean? So oh, I hell just, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah! I'll just I I can eat that anywhere. That's 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 the best. Do you do you have a favorite place? Because I know people get like weirdly defensive about like certain restaurants and their fries. I, they do, right? They do. Well, you're in L.A., so you got that In-N-Out shit. Let's 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 have a discussion about In-N-Out real quick. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm gonna piss off a lot of people for this one, but do it's it. trash. It's hot oh, trash. Damn. It's See? hot that's garbage. We it's Is hot it? hot garbage. Their Fucking fries taste flames. like cardboard. Tastes spittin like cardboard. Okay. Damn, she's spitting. <laughs> uh, Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box curly fries, man. That's the way They're to go right there. pretty fucking good. They are really good. Listen, I know what I'm talking about with potatoes, man. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, us, us, us vegans know potatoes. That's our best fucking <laughs> That's friend our in the best world, dude. Best friend, man. Dude, like, I, I am, like, I am, I am not vegan at all, but, like, I fucking, I love potatoes so much. Like,. <laughs> I've recently become like I'm not really a big French fry person. I've recently become a convert to the Wendy's fry. I think they're very good mm, and like mm-hmm. honestly way underrated by a whole lot of people. They can be salty though. You yeah. gotta get you gotta get a no salt or Chick-fil-A fries, no salt. Oh, I, I cover that shit in salt. I don't give a shit. Who amongst us cannot be too salty from time to time? <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Wendy's French fries, um today no. I'd like to tell you a story about one charles entertainment cheese Chuck E. cheese himself the rat master nothing to do with wendy's fries we continue to not warn our guests yep. before i think at this point i just don't want to because it's funny for me and nobody else uh for me too because i have no idea what the hell's going on so it's the left turns for me guys i've learned a lot since i've started researching Chuck E. Cheese. Um, I think maybe more than I have ever realized is out there than anything I've ever covered on this show. And that's saying a lot because I think last time we said that the Quaker Oats man was a headless William Penn or something like that. So that's. Yeah. Like it was just a fucking torso in a jar. Yeah. <laughs> God, we need to put out a video product for this because Patches is losing her goddamn mind. <laughs> My mouth is just hanging open. Y'all yeah. Can't see it. So Chuck E. Cheese, starting from the beginning, originally was created as a mascot for just any restaurant by Nolan Bushnell, who is also the founder of Atari. Mm-hmm. <gasps> this was in 1977. I didn't know that. He attended like an amusement park and like attractions conference and saw a bunch of like walk around mascots costumes for sale. And he bought what he thought was a coyote-like mascot, 
and actively started planning a restaurant from there called Coyote Pizza. But whenever it showed up, he's like, oh, no, this is a fucking rat. <laughs> wow. So like it's it like Chuck E. Cheese could have been a fucking coyote. Like that's so wild to me. He went to the fucking the pet, the the animal shelter and was like, I'll take that schnauzer. And it's like, actually, this is an elephant. Exactly. <laughs> like, like, it showed up and he's like, wait a minute. Coyotes don't have long pink tails. And our rats. Yeah. So from this, he was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm here. And he decided that he was going to name his restaurant Rick Rats Pizza. <laughs> oh, fuck. Which is the funniest thing in the fucking world to me. Hey, it's me, Ricky Rat. Come and eat my pizza. I, I'm, you're getting ahead of me, Nate. Um, oh, fuck. That's the most terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like his partners rightfully were like, hey, maybe we don't name our fucking food establishment after a rat. Like maybe we don't put rat in the title. Um, and so they decided they went, they decided oh to God. change his name to Chuck E. Cheese, um, Charles Entertainment Cheese. Um, and the cheese, in addition to, you know, being something that's traditionally on pizza, um, the idea behind it was if you say cheese, then you smile. And they wanted to bring a smile to people who went there, which I think is sure. Why not? Sure. Um, it's exactly my thought. Like, sure. Oh, they're so unique for wanting their customers to be happy. Good right, fucking yeah. job, Rick Rat. <laughs> so, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, they, they, they went with, you know, Chuck E. Cheese's Pizza Time Theater while still keeping uh, Chuck as the rat in the mascot costume, all of that stuff. Hmm. What is Pizza Time? Uh every time what, what is the definition of pizza time new greenwich pizza time pizza time is any time on the clock my dude okay. uh, um, so <laughs> chuck e cheese as he started pretty different from how he is now yeah he started off as a coyote apparently. right yeah <laughs> <laughs> chuck originally had a new jersey accent and held a fucking cigar oh shit I would have shipped that so hard. Right. He's in a fucking tracksuit and fucking <laughs> got a gold chain. That is the Chuck E. Cheese I can get behind. So like, oh, he was like holding the cigar. He had like a little like microphone and he would like do like wisecracks with his band and stuff on stage. Oh. Um, he was like the front man, you know, all of that other stuff. Uh, he had a red bowler hat, um, a just bright giant fucking bow tie and a like yellow and red like paisley vest oh. and a cigar talked like he was fucking from new jersey and had the microphone and was like hey fucking check out this guy um you know for kids yeah like, exactly <laughs> like i was watching old footage of like chuck e cheese places in the 70s and like saw camera footage of kids just sitting there seeing that stuff happen i'm like who okayed this did these did these people go to jail like this is why Atari failed. Right. <laughs> so eventually over time, they changed it from a Paisley vest to a like the uh, red and yellow, like diamond print vest that you'd see like everybody who works at a fucking casino that owned a wise choice. Really yeah. stepping it up. Yeah, it was entirely just because it was a lot easier to like silkscreen print that to make them more unified across their different oh, restaurants. Yeah. Uh, the original crew were called the Pizza Time Players. The cast were as follows. Krusty the Cat. It was like a, yeah yeah don't worry it gets worse um don't hate the pizza time players hate the pizza time game <laughs> fuck uh, me Krusty the cat literally only existed in their first two restaurants and then they fucking kicked him to the curb and replaced him like immediately i have not been able to figure out why 
So here's the thing. Our pizza restaurant is going to be Rick the Rat and Krusty Cat. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you love our pizza. Our pepperoni, I promise, it's not It's not cat meat. <laughs> they replaced him with a character named Mr. Munch, who is still, like, kind of a branding mainstay. I hate it. Yeah. Please, Mr. Munch is my father. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Munch looks like a skinny, like, feathery grimace. Ooh, yeah, yeah. He's like purple and yellow is like his big color scheme. Um, he honestly like, oh no, yeah, yeah. He doesn't look like any anybody. You know, if you're if you're listening to the show, you know, pull your car over. Uh, Google Mister Munch. Should I Google that right now? Yes, you should. You absolutely should. Um, Mister Munch, like, kind of a mainstay, and it's like still associated pretty clearly with like the Chuck E. Cheese brand, which I think is interesting. Like, he's the one that has definitely like stayed around the longest, with the exception of like a couple of other people that I'm about to get into. What is he? It I couldn't even tell you. I don't know what this is. It looks like Barney on crack. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he, he, yeah no, he absolutely looks like Barney's son. Yeah. that he pretends not to know. Yeah, like, no, this absolutely. is like the, this is like a Will Smith's like secret kid that they don't talk about exactly. situation. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> um, additionally, sometimes on drums you had Pasquale, the singing chef. Yeah, bud. Pasquale uh, was the you know like the in-universe character that made all of the pizzas for the children. <gasps> That's the scariest looking motherfucker I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, Pasquale's kind of fucked up. Uh, <laughs> I love that he was in his uniform. Like, he didn't have time to change after making his his yeah. his pizza. He's just like, oh, shit, I gotta go fucking hit the cans over here. Oy. Oy. Pasquale, like, straight up looks like coked out Mario. Like, in the <laughs> yeah, chef's uniform. Does. Oh. There is a There's a dog named Jasper T. Jowls. Um, who I think played like banjo and was like, kind of like your, your outdoorsy kind of like rednecky style character. Racist cousin. Yeah. It's just a fucking gross dog that plays banjo. <laughs> uh, and then there were the, the warblets, which were some backup like singers that were like three crows. Makes sense. Um, and yeah, and that was the original pizza time players. Um, worth noting that much like. Any regular troubled group of musicians or any band ever, there were a lot of personnel and like band name changes whenever they were trying to figure themselves out, which I think is very funny behind the music. It was at this point that I realized that if I wanted to go down that rabbit hole, that's going to have to actually be an entirely different fucking episode of this show. All right. <laughs> there is so much in the expanded Chuck E. Cheese universe that I could do like multiple episodes on it. Oh, my God. I'm so I'm so so happy. Like I learned <laughs> while I was doing the research for this that there are people who are really really into like archival and like the preservation and like the historical aspects of like old animatronic shit like this. It's really mm -hmm. kind of fascinating and neat. They do their own mods. Yeah, it's also fucking terrifying to like see all of that shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um worth noting also the original animatronics in the Pizza Time players were also like framed in wall mounted portraits and were not full body. So they literally just looked like fucking like trapped souls. Yeah, they looked like the fucking animated <laughs> pictures in like Harry Potter movies, but like animatronic animals that had a fucking cigar. Oh, I hate it. It was from Jersey. <laughs> oh, no. I hate everything about this. It's bad and bad. Yeah. And bad. Um. So that was kind of like 
a lot of the stuff at the start of it. Going forward, there's like so many fucking changes to like Chuck E. Cheese. Like I mentioned, like with the band or, you know, like his appearance, there were like a bunch of slight changes. But the big changes, uh, the first one happened in 1983. Believe it or not, the video game like crash that happened in 1983 caused Chuck E. Cheese revenue to fucking plummet. Um, Mm -hmm. Also, because, you know, Nolan Bushnell, you know, being at Atari at the time, uh, needed to get rid of a bunch of his assets. He straight up fucking declared bankruptcy. And at that point, uh, Chuck E. Cheese, like their main competitor, Showbiz Pizza, their leadership swooped in, financially took over, bought all of the Chuck E. Cheese stuff and rebranded all Showbiz Pizza places as Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. And if if people listening don't know the, the video game crash, the short version is that Atari had such shitty games everywhere that everyone was like, maybe video games aren't that yeah, good, actually. Totally. Uh, the the oh, E.T. No. game is famous for people saying that that's what caused the video yeah. game crash. It was um, it was kind of building up to that in the first place. That was just yes. the one. Yeah. Um, and then Nintendo saved the world as they often do. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought that was super interesting. Uh, weird to see video games affecting a pizza rat. Yeah, a pizza rat. Um, <laughs> so because they were because uh you know chuck and the gang uh were under new ownership at this point um there were a lot of changes going forward uh to become what chuck e cheese is more known for today um here's the thing that kind of fucked me up oh this is the part okay yeah. so we're yeah so now we're getting into the fucked up parts good, good as we good, got good, into good. the 1990s he was no longer a rat he was a mouse those are like completely different animals i know they're like pretty similar but like at some point he turned into a mouse like they straight up like made his face a little bit more rounded like straight up Chuck E. Cheese from like the 90s and late 80s and everything looks a lot like Mickey Mouse and they were really chomping that Mm. bit you know he had like a less protruding snout he had rounder ears he had a fucking tail up to this entire point imagine those fucking terrifying costumes but with a long fucking scaly tail just hanging out there so it's like Goku, like he had his yeah. like tail removed to uh, to get rid of the problems. Right. Jesus Christ. Um, also worth noting, I did a little bit of research on the difference between mice and rats. Mice are afraid of rats because rats will kill and eat them. What happened here? <laughs> Is he in hiding? Oh, no. Like, did he do something to the rats? Was he like punished or something? Is there some sort of shapeshifter shift shit going on? I don't fucking know. <sighs> I don't even know where to begin. I think old Chuck Cheese is is dead, and this is this is a this is this is somebody parading. Yeah. This is like a uh, this is like an Avril Lavigne. This is like a Andrew WK. This is like uh... Britney. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So originally, the rat you think then did something to the, t- the coyote. Like, are we going mm, all the way back? Okay. Mm. Are we going all the way back? Maybe the actual coyote costume finally showed up and ate that fucking rat. (gasps) It's wild that you referred to it as a uh, like a costume and not a person who is a coyote. (laughs) (laughs) Just a live coyote. Are these okay? Here's the vibe. Are these suits like in your lore that you are like putting together? Mm -hmm. Are the suits literally them? Or like the robots, are they literally them in your like lore brain? Or is it like these represent real characters that do uh, exist somewhere? I don't want to (laughs) know. The thing that I've noticed, which I think is interesting, is like a lot of stuff, a lot of places, like a lot of restaurants that have, you know, specific character stuff, um, especially one that, you know, you would expect to be like, you know, trying to get at that Mickey Mouse flavor as much as possible. 
Yeah, right. Ew. Uh, <laughs> that other fucking rat um <laughs> the uh it, it's interesting to me that like every store that had like those costumes kind of really did their own thing for a while like ooh they so like i don't know if like maybe there was this some ideal of like charles entertainment cheese as this like deity to be worshiped and that is like their ritual that they do um where they take on what they feel like the rat uh, or in this case, the mouse, what his appearance would be. Yeah. And getting into some of those appearances, as we got into the 1990s, you know, he was no longer a rat and everything. And there were two phases of like 80s and 90s Chuck E. Cheese that people refer to them as different eras in the fan community, I guess. One <laughs> is the cool Chuck phase. Um, cool Chuck, uh, where instead of a stupid fucking bowler hat, he was rocking a stupid red baseball cap with the letter C emblazoned on the front of it. Um, I know like I was born in 1993. This was like kind of the start of what I remember Chuck E. Cheese being as a child. Um, yeah, he was like a cool, he was like a cool guy. Like back in the day, it was like, Hey, it's my, it's my pizza friend. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. The torso wear would like kind of be different depending on wherever you're at. Like sometimes he would be wearing like a tuxedo, but still the ball cap. Um, sometimes he would be wearing a hockey jersey, but also one thing that is consistent across all of them is that unfortunately shoes were optional. No, no, no. So you got to, you got to see, you got to see Chucky's feet. Um, and like they straight up had like the, on the foot designs, like the three fucking giant claws and they were fucking gross. You can see pictures of Chuck E. Cheese's feet if you want to. It's real easy to find. I've looked at them all day. Oh yeah. Uh. Yeah. Hey, no. Just, just, <laughs> just think of the biggest toenails you can imagine. Shut up! <laughs> this was nice, guys. Thanks. I'm gonna log off now. Yeah, that's valid. See you later. Bye. Um, it's more gross than the like conspiracy theory that they reuse pizza. So, oh god, that's oh. where the. Have you heard about that? Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Okay. I need, it. I need an explanation that. because yeah, go my for mind it. is thinking it's not good. The um. I think it was fucking Shane Dawson's dumbass that did like a a video about like, oh, hey, like, here's some conspiracy theories. Here's like, mm. you know, send me your conspiracy theories. Mm -hmm. And it's a bunch of people that are like taking pictures of their allegedly brand new pizzas. Visibly, there is a <laughs> piece. Uh, there's like two or three slices that are from other pizzas that cool. are there cool and so that i think they had to put out a statement that like no we don't recycle pizzas yeah <laughs> hey give it to chuck e cheese for not wanting to destroy the environment and you know food. yeah <laughs> i mean hey yeah we stand an environmentalist king here we 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 stand an environmental rat yeah you know Hell yeah <laughs> lord lord knows those pizzas are not biodegradable <laughs> <so>. <laughs> That's forever. You gotta eat those. <laughs> the era of design that I remember, uh, which I thought was the cool Chuck phase, is not the cool Chuck phase. It was called the what? Avenger era. I have no idea why. It was literally just like that purple, yellow, and green color scheme that you associate with Chuck E. Cheese if you like grew up in the 1990s, you know, where he had like the purple, yellow, and green ball cap and the t-shirt. That's what I remember. Because you were talking about a red hat. And yeah. I was like... I don't remember this app. Totally. <laughs> a lot of the advertisements had him like being animated instead of like having somebody wearing like the actual costume. Um, so like that's where a lot of that stuff came from. The logo was just like an animated Chuck E. Cheese where he looked even more like a mouse instead of a rat. Uh, and that that kind of that kind of stayed pretty consistent until 2012, um, where we get the current uh, incarnation of one Charles Cheese. 
Uh, they rebranded again to the current mascot, who is a super like slim, very skinny and actually mouse sized uh, rock star who plays electric guitar. And now he's like a, he's like a little boy now. He's like a guy. And the voice actor was also changed to Jarrett Reddick, a.k.a. the lead singer of pop punk band Bowling for Soup. <gasps> that is the current voice of Chuck E. Cheese. I'm not you shitting you. You are lying. I am not lying to you. Google it right now. I promise you that's going to say the same thing. Fuck. Honestly, fucking get that bag, man. Like, I respect it. So in 2020, Charles also expanded into Twitch streaming. Um, which, uh, which, although as of this recording, he has not recruited, uh, he's not re, uh, he's not streamed in a couple of months, unfortunately. Um, I was looking through some archives to just kind of see, um, it basically just seems like, like somebody is definitely like playing the game, but they have like a Chuck E. Cheese, like puppet figure set up in like a stream window. And it's like, honestly, kind of endearing and rules, um, where it's just like him, like reacting as like a puppet, you would see like a Muppet or something do, uh, to like whatever is happening in the game when like somebody is playing it uh whoever is playing kicks ass at fall guys i'm not gonna lie to you uh, <laughs> just fucking crushing them crowns it rules there's a very 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 good clip that went around for a while of chuck e cheese just saying poggers which just is hilarious poggers um, yeah i remember that so look uh. that up if you haven't seen it um and then the last thing I wanted to cover is uh, just another little fun fact. Uh, beginning in March 2020, uh, they started selling their food in many food delivery services under the name Pasquale's Pizza uh, and Wings uh, under like DoorDash and Postmates and all of those mm -hmm. other things. Tons of restaurants do yes, that, by the way. Yes, absolutely. Lots of restaurants will just list their shit as a different yep. restaurant just because it's like, well, right. I don't. I don't want, you know, Applebee's, but, you know, like John Appleseed's restaurant right, or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, so they they uh, they claim to use different ingredients and recipes that, quote, cater to a more mature audience. <gasps> I've been bamboozled. This is an, a real adult pepperoni here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like it's all like apparently still made like in kitchen at like Chuck E. Cheese, which I think is interesting. Um, I've like spoken to a couple of friends over the years. Not for this in particular, um, but like <laughs> anecdotally, uh, they actually like kind of really enjoyed working there. Like they said, it was like a weirdly fun and like just engaging environment, which is kind of cool. Oh, that's good. Good for them. Good for them. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese is fucking weird. Must be nice. Yeah. Like I'm happy for them. Like it seems like their fucking new mascot is neat. They're like leaning into the 21st century in a way that a lot of other places don't and it's like actually kind of genuine and interesting and people seem to like weirdly dig it there's like they get they fucking kill it on twitch i've seen like their view counts it's wild ah. i have a couple of things okay. i have a couple of negative things to say of Chuck E. Cheese. okay please do uh they were one of the first restaurants um to be like Hey kids, just wear your mask and you can come back here. Yeah. And that blows. <laughs> yeah, like the commercials they've been putting out recently are just like kids playing at Chuck E. Cheese, but like wearing masks. And I'm like, this is the most fucked up thing I've ever seen in my life. What? It bums me the fuck out. The other thing is that their Twitter is or at least was private mm -hmm. because they got too many responses from people that were horny for yes. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese yeah. that they had to go private. Yeah. Um, and I guess in that vein, Cam, did you research anything about Chuck E. Con? No. <laughs> I'm looking this um, up right now. November 29th, 2019, Chucky Con 2019. It is a it is a 
a horrible grim specter of a child's event where it's just a bunch of uh, grown men that look a lot the same. <laughs> I'm trying to be as nice as possible. It's just like a convention for people that love Chuck E. Cheese, and it's just a lot of just a lot of grown men. Wait a minute! You're telling me it's a bunch of grown ass dudes walking around dressed as Chuck E. Cheese with a bunch of bunch of kids? No, it's it's worse. Well, not worse than that. That last part that you said. It <laughs> it's it's people that just go to watch somebody pretend to be Chuck E. Cheese at, for a concert, and I don't. Okay. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> there is a website called showbizpizza.com that is straight up just set up as like a historical archive and like online resource for anybody that is like interested in learning about a lot of this stuff. Um down to like they have histories of the restaurants, they've got like fucking like museums for collectibles, a bunch of like old photos. They've got like all of the bands and their histories and what they used to do, a bunch of old videos and stuff. So like I am going to dig through a whole lot of this stuff for whenever we eventually revisit this stuff because like Chuck E. Cheese as like the development of a character is like interesting to me, even though also every single iteration looks like a fucking just nightmare. That's just really soggy, just a soggy nightmare. He does look soggy. Everybody in this fucking restaurant looks so like just wet damn in a gross way. It's gross. I assume anybody over the age of 30 that goes to Chuck E. Cheese without a kid is just fucking greasy as hell. Well, they shouldn't be there. <laughs> Somebody call the police. Yeah, uh, like I'm I'm definitely going to go through a lot of this stuff because they have like just so much info. Like they've straight up done all the work for me. <laughs> the fan, the fandom behind certain things like this, it like weirds me out. And I guess I'm not one to talk because I literally have like 170 amiibo right mm -hmm. behind me. But fucking goddamn, I'm not going to like a an event where somebody dresses up as an amiibo and like sitting in the front row and being like Charles, yeah. Charles, yeah. look at me. <laughs> like, I'm not. <laughs> they have a uh, they have on their website uh, radio showbiz, which uh, we play all. Of your favorite animatronic hits spanning over the last 40 years what like daft punk oh, so no. like they've like ripped all of those songs from videos or like the actual sources and are putting them online okay on a beautiful 128 <laughs> kilobits per second stream <gasps> yeah that's what i've that's what i've got for chuck e cheese that's there is so much here what's scary is that this is a prelude for a darker and weirder report that you're gonna do later i know you're about to do more research that it is it's it's i'm scared for you i didn't anticipate <laughs> leaving this with more questions to the point where i need to do more research you know yeah i didn't think that this would be a to be continued uh, i didn't report. either fuck oh my god the show is my nightmare yeah <laughs> it absolutely is that's uh that's all i have for that uh so we'll take a quick break here and then we'll be back with whatever uh pizza crimes nate has uncovered for us all right we are back uh, Nate, uh, please, please take this show from me. <laughs> <laughs> so normally what I do is I do like a like a horror story about like I try to make some cosmic horror thing about whatever. And we were joking and I wasn't even excited for doing this report on uh, Papa John. But when I started to do my research today, he's just kind of a shitty man. Yeah. And that's all there is to it. He is a horrible person. And so what I'm going to do 
is I'm going to tell you why he's so shitty. And then I'm going to give you an example of a pizza company that rules in like myriad ways. So here is my report on Papa John and a mystery person. Uh, Yes, the mystery Pasquale's pizza and wings. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. I don't think I don't think I can emphasize this enough. I don't know why I'm so nervous for a podcast. <laughs> I am. It's the energy. You guys are like working this up and I'm nervous. <laughs> I am not no. excited about this. Mine is a, it's a very cam like report. Oh, the the okay. creativity here went to dunking on uh, John Shatner good, here. Good. Um, so today I'm going to do a less conventional report than I typically do. And I'm going to tell you why Papa John fucking sucks. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you about the most rad pizza chain that seems to be the karmic other side of the coin. Uh, Papa John's story starts when he sold his Camaro to start a pizza shop in the closet of his dad's struggling bar with $1,600 of used pizza equipment, um, which sounds gross <laughs> um, to me. It's like, hey, I made this in my closet with a with a used oven that I got. It's a fucking easy bake. My easy bake oven. <laughs> yeah, here's some, here's some used pepperonis. Oh, <laughs> Some pre-owned pepperoni. Recycled pepperoni. The game, the GameStop of pizza. The pillow-like crust and dipping sauces were enough to make the bar popular and lucrative, expanding to uh, thousands of stores across America today. Now that John was wealthy, what did he do with his money? Well, he bought back the Camaro he sold for $250,000 and gave $25,000 to the family that he originally sold it to since they led him to the current owner's. Um, as a finder's fee. Uh, from there, the Camaro became a fixture in the headquarters and also just Camaros in general became like a weird motif of Papa John's locations and marketing. I have never seen those two correlate. Yeah. I know, because it's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, here's my pizza car. Hey. I've never seen a Camaro associated with Papa John's in yeah, my life. Yeah, straight up. Like, this is the first I've ever heard of this. I have never... $250,000 for the same Camaro? Yeah. Because who fucking cares about yeah. Dipping Sauce Man's midlife crisis car? I don't give a shit about <laughs> your car. Um, he then offered free pizza to anyone that owns a Camaro. How charitable. What? In 2016... John contributed money to the Trump campaign, in effect, funding domestic terrorism and the further erosion of our country's already weak moral compass. There it is. Yay. He also complained about the Affordable Care Act in case you thought a Camaro owner was supposed to be cool. (laughs) (laughs) He spoke out against uh, the Affordable Care Act, saying that it would cost customers up to 14 cents per pizza. Why don't you just fucking pay for it if you're dropping a quarter mil on a car, my dude? Hey. I did the math. Okay, good. (gasps) And his purchase of his old car alone would have paid for that 14 cents per pizza charge for 2 million pizzas uh, of the near 100 million pizzas sold a year, meaning providing health care for his employees would have cost him seven Camaros a year maximum. John did not think it was worth that, um, even though opening a couple franchises to cover the extra 1% more pizzas needing to be sold would and probably actually did because he opened obviously opened up more stores during that time than they would make up for. It. Oh my god. A day of reckoning soon would come to John as on a call specifically about diversity and inclusion training, he complained about the NFL players kneeling for the national anthem <gasps> and use the N-word. Yeah, Yay! God. In what context? Stating that Colonel Sanders used that term, quote, to describe blacks and he didn't face public outcry. Cool, uh, dude. Very cool. God. Good justification for using that word. Uh, he then was ousted from his position in the company. Good. His wife divorced him. Good. Nice. 
Go, and girl. he was sued for $5 million for sexually assaulting an employee. Good. Cool, 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 cool. Later, John did an interview for a local Fox affiliate where he said that the Papa John's brand had gone downhill after he left, even though I don't think that it had been long enough for things to change by the time he did that interview. It was like maybe a couple of months later. Yeah. <laughs> um, he said he ate 40 pizzas in 30 days, which if regularly done leads to about 500 pizzas a year, which almost reaches my average. He later admitted that he didn't actually eat that many pizzas and he merely tasted them, providing the final example of how Papa John Shatner is categorically a huge piece of shit and an example of why humanity needs to be dipped in some shitty garlic butter and fed to the gaping maw of the void. Yeah. He fucking sucks. He sucks so fucking much. I have so many questions. How do you... Why is it when you said taste the pizza, I just imagined him like licking it. Yeah, licking me too. The pizza, I did too. I don't know why. Oh, what is taste? How do you? How does one taste a pizza? <laughs> <laughs> how does one taste a pizza? Like you get a fucking sommelier for your pizza. Yeah, you get the bucket to spit out the pizza after. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh yes, this has oh, a this my. has a nice uh. It's got oaky notes of uh. Nice uh. This is a. It's got a nice used pizza stone flavor. Uh, notes of Camaro um, <laughs> hints of hating affordable care God, I have gone down some rabbit holes just personally not for this show Same. of a couple of people uh, covering Papa John trying to regain his social clout on TikTok <gasps> that's real that's a real thing Papa John is on TikTok please tell me all about it um, and it's it's straight up just like wait Patches do you have more followers than him Oh my god. Oh, we have to I, we have to know. We have to know. I'm going to I probably don't, which is going to make me sad. I'm going to pull it up. Wait, what is his name? It's just Papa John's? It's like Papa John Schnatter or something. Let me find it really quick. Hang on. Oh, it's Schnatter, not Shatner. I don't give a shit. Fucking whatever. Schnatter. He's verified, okay. He definitely has more followers than me. He's got 450.7 thousand followers as of January 2021 basically. So, like, he just does, like, a whole lot of stuff where he's, like, trying to be this, like, super trendy, like, TikTok star. He's, like, doing some of the trends. Hey, kid gamers, it's me, the guy that said the N-word and hates affordable care and gave money to Trump, you know? <gasps> Here's a picture of him with his cars or a video. Yeah. Uh, he shows off his cars a whole lot. He does. He basically treats it like it's a fucking micro episode of Cribs, but, like, nobody wants to be there. Oh, no. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, he did like the he did like the white. Yeah, white yeah. That better not show up in my algorithm now. He did something where he was like, "I'm gonna read mean comments," but like, motherfucker, you deserve all those. Oh it's my just like, God. like his TikTok. I think might be the saddest thing I've ever seen. Like he sells shirts that says like Papa's Day of Reckoning or fucking whatever on there. Like he's like clearly trying to merchandise that joke. But I also don't know if he doesn't care or doesn't understand the fact that he is the joke. No, the, a man that wears those kinds of blue jeans doesn't know that he's the joke for sure. 100%. He's like Papa John is literally the fucking like final boss of all car dads. Ooh, that is powerful and real. Oh my God. Yes. What the fuck that guy? Fuck, fuck Papa, John. Papa John. Also, I'm gonna be real here. That pizza fucking sucks. I love garbage a lot. I have been offered <laughs> free Papa John's before. I have turned it down. <laughs> no thanks, I'll starve. I gotta say, Papa John's was my favorite growing up only because when you grow up in a small ass town like I did, 
there was only Papa John's. Mm-hmm. Sure. And that's all I knew. Yeah. And, I, and nobody can <laughs> follow you for that. It was just all that was around. No. Yeah. Do no. I regret everything? Of course. Did I have a choice? No. I regret every slice. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, I get it. Every taste. I get it. So, however, I want to cleanse your palates with an example of a Thank pizza you. company that fucking rules. Little Caesar's Pizza Treat. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. It was opened in 15... 1500. Whoa. <laughs> no. <laughs> 1959. Holy shit. Little Caesar's predates Julius Caesar himself. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) Julius Caesar got their name from Little Caesars, and then uh, Orange Julius got their name from uh, (laughs) Julius Caesar, so this is a real JoJo's Bizarre Adventure scenario here. 1959, they opened in beautiful Garden City, Michigan, and from that big, beautiful garden, a big, beautiful pizza bush would grow, spanning the globe with stores from Kalamazoo to India. The chain was started by Mike and Marion Illich with their entire life savings. They wanted to offer cheap and high quality fast food. I respect that. Mm -hmm. There's a thing like cheap, uh, fast and good pick two. Like if it's if it's cheap and good, it's not going to be fast. If it's fast and good, it's not going to be, you know, all that kind of stuff. But they were like, nope, we're going to do all three. The trifecta. (laughs) The trifecta. Absolutely. (laughs) What is a pizza slice if not triangle? (laughs) Little Caesars developed their own oven to basically air fry pizzas fast as fuck and methods to keep their cooked pizzas hot and ready for customers to come in and grab. Uh, Little Caesar himself is a totally nothing mascot. He's perfect. So this is this is me doing like two birds in one stone because like our our friend Matt uh, Stormageddon wants us to do a Little Caesars one. But there's not really anything. He's just like a weird cartoon man. And that's the whole thing. Just says pizza, pizza. And that's kind of it. Pizza, pizza. Which they can't say in Canada. So they say (laughs) double pizza or something like that in Canada. (laughs) And the phrase pizza, pizza was to signify that you can get two pizzas for the price of one uh, typically elsewhere. And that's still true. I lived on hot and ready's completely like in high school and college like it's my drag name (laughs) (laughs) like i i am not i am not afraid to publicly shout that i stand little caesars their bread's fucking crazy their bread is crazy and it's so good (laughs) yeah dude oh my god i i genuinely really like hot and ready pizzas i just respect an establishment that has it yeah when you walk in the door you're like i want this and they're like you got it and then they got it right there in front of you (laughs) they're like it's already in your car (laughs) (laughs) you slip them a fiver and then you leave and you have a pizza in like five minutes maximum <laughs> yeah maximum sometimes it's right there for you already they just reach around and grab it for you that shit fucking Dude, rules if i ever walk in back in the day pre-veganism pv when, <laughs> whenever i would walk in there and they were like sorry we have to make it i'd be like take your time yeah, totally. yeah. i'm thing. sorry we have to make the food i'm yeah. sorry i didn't come when you were ready yeah, yeah. i'm I, so sorry I known here's where the little caesar's uh vibe tips the scales and writes the wrongs of papa john they bought the red wings and the tigers investing billions in the local economy and entertainment district infrastructure in detroit a city that is an absolute absolute no joke horror show of a place to try and eke out a life um i'm from michigan going to uh detroit for like concerts and stuff because i wasn't from there it fucking sucks that place like looks like it's bombed out the car industry leaving michigan fucking totally ruined flint and detroit and shit there are blocks and blocks of unused houses that people are like uh 
what if we start farming here in the city yeah. instead, actually? Like, that's how fucking crazy it is there. Love that. Living off the land. Yeah, exactly. So Little Caesars is like, no, 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 we're going to make this like a destination. We're going to make the entertainment district cool, jobs, places to work, all that kind of shit. Mm -hmm. And they also started a Little Caesars love kitchen, two mobile kitchens that give out free pizzas to homeless, displaced, and low-income neighborhoods. Oh, yeah. And they gave out over three million pizzas, and that was before they added their second kitchen. In effect... Giving away more money in free food than Papa John would have lost at all from having to take care of his own employees for the entirety of the Affordable Care Act's time in effect up to now. Eat shit, Papa John. Eat shit. Yeah, Papa John. Eat, eat Papa John's. I'd rather buy pizza from a rat. <laughs> I would. <laughs> rather than like a philosophical rat. Yeah. Or Julius Caesar himself. <laughs> <laughs> at two Chucky. <laughs> Little Caesars also opened their like own mushroom farms to get high quality uh -huh. produce because they were like like everybody else is too expensive or too shitty we're gonna do it our goddamn self and so they <laughs> hell just, yeah they just started a mushroom farm because they were pissed about how bad the mushrooms were elsewhere in the world wow. they did it so good and cheap uh, that they expanded to all of the produce that they do and they were like well hey we're fucking good at this and we make it cheap so anybody else want to buy our fucking mushrooms dog and so now they just sell mushrooms hell and yeah. shit to everybody um it's like blue something something foods that they that they do on top of providing cheap and high quality food to poor neighborhoods um so that they can feed their families for a fraction of the cost of papa john's uh, mike illich uh, after he passed away was found out to have paid the rent of rosa parks for 11 years without telling anyone yo that rules. And that's the straight dope. Like the coolest shit I've ever heard somebody doing is just like, listen, I did it for 11 years and I didn't tell anyone because it's not anybody's fucking yeah. business. Oh my God. Meanwhile, Papa John is like, I don't like how the football men dislike America. Oh. <laughs> God, like going back to the Papa John thing, I just remember whenever like national anthem protests were like the big thing that was happening and he was just like, y'all need to fucking stop this. Nobody's buying our pizza. And like, nobody was just like, nobody was like, yeah, that's why that's happening. Everybody was like, nah, dog, your pizza fucking sucks. Our pizza is the official pizza of the nfl nobody knows or cares john yeah, nobody knows great. that your pizza and apparently camaro yeah that <laughs> yeah. just means you have money better ingredients better pizza my ass john schnatter <laughs> well that's that leads me into my final my final phrase uh so in closing better ingredients better pizza better people little caesars hell yeah, yeah there it is the end uh this concludes all known lore on the demon man baby uh john schnatter tiktok idiot <laughs> and real life idiot and little caesars who is the shit in every way shape and form holding up detroit in their own hand and also need i remind you paying rosa parks rent for 11 years in secret yeah because they just wanted to and because they were cool people <laughs> that shit rules dude. before we close this podcast off i do have like a little anecdotal story i'd like to share about little caesars so they kind of don't really exist largely in kansas city yes. and there is a reason for that oh yeah so whenever i moved up here a few years ago i i came from like my small hometown of uh, Pittsburgh, Kansas, about like 20,000 people or so. And like we had just got a Little Caesars. I think we have subsequently lost that Little Caesars. Uh, I was like, OK, cool. Five dollar pizza. Great. Awesome. Wonderful. I had at that point it was this was in college. I had discovered and truly loved and appreciated the five dollar hot and ready. I get up here and I see what the fuck they're charging six dollars. This is horseshit. Is this some fucking like rich suburbanite Kansas City fucking hoity-toity bullshit? They have like a fucking tax on pizza or some shit. <laughs> 
come to find out, uh, the person who franchised all of the Little Caesars around here was charging $6 because he felt like he wasn't making enough money. Um, and Little Caesars, like corporate, straight up fucking shut him down and like repeatedly told him no. But instead of him handling this with grace and taking care of people, um, so many employees came in one day and the stores were completely locked up and they just suddenly didn't have jobs after they were already owed a bunch of wages. So A, like good on fucking Little Caesars corporate for shutting that shit down because like A, that is also, you know, harming their brand but that dude fucking sucked how did he get away with that for s- as long as he did I, I i think it was just like something that nobody really like there are there, this was in court like there are court documents around here um my ex actually she paid money to get access to the court documents because that shit was fucking hilarious <laughs> crazy bread has been said in a courtroom i just I want you that. to know that just <laughs> unbelievably good the deranged leavened bread but like all of these people were without jobs very suddenly like all of the little caesars in kansas city and the surrounding area shut down overnight and like the local domino's franchiser was just like hey uh anybody who got suddenly fired from little caesars let me know come work for me uh, i will also pay you your back wages just out of my own pocket uh, so in short fuck that guy fuck that guy and fuck john schnatter yeah we we, we, we can't talk about pizza anymore yeah we can't i uh, just no. want pizza now are we not gonna settle the debate of pineapple on pizza though while we're at it oh that shit's great hell yeah the debate is do whatever the fuck you yeah. want with your pizza i don't even get cheese on my pizza anymore man like fuck pineapple fucking rules and if you get upset that pineapple is going on pizza then I'm sorry that uh, it, it just really must be nice to have that be the chief problem in your life. Yeah, how cool is your life? Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> Fuck, man. I think pineapple's great. I know other people don't. Fine. Now I'm just mad. Okay. It's it's not in and out fries, so you can eat it if yeah, you Yeah, that's want. right. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's actually, it's not cardboard. It's actual food. Yeah. Oh, don't get me started on another chain. Anyway, um, <laughs> Patches, thank you so much for dealing with us for this show. <laughs> You know, this was a roller coaster. Yeah. And I loved it. I loved every minute of this. This is fantastic. Great. And it broke halfway, and you're like midair flying at <laughs> fucking six flags. <laughs> Patches, where can people find you on the internet? What's uh, maybe checking on what you're doing? So, on the TikToks, instead of looking at that piece of shit, instead. You could be watching True Crime TikTok, which is where my neck of the woods is. You can find me on TikTok at You Can Call Me Patches. Also on Instagram at You Can Call Me Patches. Currently right now covering the OJ Simpson trial and Amanda Knox on TikTok. Love that. I also have a podcast that just came out, super exciting, called Case Craze, which Nathan's amazing voice at the beginning of is telling you <laughs> to be yeah. careful because there's a lot of trigger warnings. Yes. If you want a new podcast uh, that I'm on every week, uh, that'll be <laughs> that's that's Case Craze because I do the like uh, the 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 forward at the beginning. Warning. Yeah. Warning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. It's it's I definitely definitely sound like a creepypasta like narrator in that and it's It's so funny to listen to a podcast that i'm on but i don't make and just be like oh who is that oh that's me again (laughs) fuck shut up mate and i do like random voice acting stuff in there too the beginning of every episode you get to hear the sweet sultry voice of of nathan it's available everywhere and a new episode every friday so yeah it's a good time yeah it rules it's a very very good podcast patches is fucking good at that shit Patch is good. I also just followed you on TikTok because I wasn't doing that already. (sighs) Cool. Well, if you've made it this far, somehow, (laughs) uh, thank you so much for listening. If you want to support our silly shows, again, some reason, uh, subscribe on whatever platform you're on and leaving us a rating would really, really help us out as well. 
Um, if you liked whatever the hell this ended up being, uh, check out the rest of the shows we do at Some Good Shows on Twitter or SomeGoodShows.biz. You just might like those, too. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Man, And you can find me on Twitter at AdVictoryPosition. Thanks again for listening, everyone. And remember, everybody asks, where's the beef? But not, how's the beef? <laughs>